Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night to you all. Welcome to Yours to Discover podcast, the podcast about lightbulb moments that we all have as beings. My name is Aisha. I also go by Aisha. Today I have a lovely episode with my good friend. I'll let her introduce herself. We have a lot to talk about, and I hope that you enjoy our discussion and stick around until the end. There's a lot to say and there's a lot to hear. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Yours to Discover podcast, Naz. So I wanted you to introduce yourself today because I've known you for a while and you're just the sweetest person ever and you have so much goodness in you and I just wanted you to be able to say a few words and start the conversation. Well, the feeling's definitely mutual. So <laughs> me on here, I'm really excited um, and a little bit nervous, I won't lie, but <laughs> my name's Naz. Um, my full name is Naz Anin, um, but you know, just go by Naz because it's easier. Same deal as Aisha with her whole Aisha, Aisha thing. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, it's adjust accordingly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, honestly, there's not much you need to know about me right now, other than the fact that I'm a huge yogi and I am very adamant on, you know, I think especially in terms of exercise and in terms of meditation and stuff like that, I think, uh, yoga is a really important part of my life and I'm excited to share. Yeah. I think that yoga is one of those things that a lot of people are picking up nowadays, but there's so much history to it there's also a lot of like modern aspects to it. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like I see a lot of people in my neighborhood walking around with yoga mats and I'm like, where are you going? First of all, <laughs> I'm like, where are you going? But second of all, it's just, it, it's just really cool to see that it's kind of become this cultural thing, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't do a lot of yoga, but I've done one class of yoga and any yoga that I do on my yoga mat is from that one class that I've learned. Mm. And so when you picked up your yoga mat or when you picked up yoga poses, like how did it all begin for you? Um, well, you know, for me, it was really in little spurts. It wasn't like all at once. I was just suddenly like, yep, I'm in love with it. It's over. Right. Right. It was more one of those things where I just gradually, since I was a kid, my mom would go to her like hot yoga classes and sometimes I would just tag along with her. And to be honest, at first I didn't really like it. And that was just because I was like, I'm not, I'm not really a hot yoga person. And I didn't really like the feeling of being in a sweaty room and all that stuff. And that's what I thought yoga was for the longest time. So I, I just kind of avoided it. I was like, it's not really for me. You know, I did my other exercises. I did whatever else. And it wasn't until um, I started last summer actually doing just at home yoga practices on YouTube with like teachers on YouTube until I started to actually like it, you know? Um, so that was really nice for me because I was like, huh, I'm not really hot and sweaty and this is like actually enjoyable. <laughs> so yeah. that's started for me and ever since then I've been doing it every single day so that's amazing that's a lot of work um, because the thing is for me personally when I did yoga I did hot yoga the first time I did yoga was hot yoga and it was so sweaty it was I have asthma it was not good it was you're not supposed to do it if you have asthma supposedly because of the heat levels so you know 
I'm one of those troopers. I'm like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the thing that came in the group on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try it out. It, it wasn't it wasn't a good idea, but at the same time, it was the most release that I've had in a very long time from a physical activity. That's true. I think I think it's nice for you know if you really want to have a nice detox, a nice sweat sesh. Like it's when people, um, like when people go to the steam room. You know, you get a nice little detox. It's nice, but it's not something that you. It's not very sustainable. I would say like I wouldn't want to do hot yoga every single day. Absolutely, it's so much like work. It's a full body workout. You know, yeah, it's a lot and. I, I think yoga should more and more so be about, you know, the experience rather than just making sure that you sweat. Cause that's what hot yoga is about, right? It's just like, yeah, sweat, just go sweat. And it's like, but- it doesn't make sense because the thing is like, the thing I love about yoga, like I've been pushed to yoga t- so many times by breathing specialists mm-hmm. because it like they, everyone is telling me the breath, the focus of the breath, right. you know, that is the like, key for yoga. Right. I think that's so beautiful because I can't breathe sometimes. Seriously, I cannot breathe in dust and pollution and like just even flowers sometimes, all these things and that are just around us on the daily, you know? And then being able to just kind of go to the yoga mat and stretch for me personally in the mornings, it becomes this routine. Right. So is that something that you've kind of created around your lifestyle? Is it something that has created a routine for you, do you think? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I think with the whole breathing thing, there's definitely some aspects of yoga, especially like right in the morning sometimes when you kind of feel, you know, groggy, all clogged up, you don't feel yeah. it's nice to have um, certain poses or certain certain things that you can do that can really open up the breath and you just kind of get this kind of ah, like sigh of relief. It's all- that exhalation for sure. You get that real, like it, it's a workout. It's And I think, the, you know, it's funny that you said that you thought of uh, sweat and yoga. When I thought of yoga, I thought I wasn't going to sweat enough. Mm-hmm. And then I went into hot yoga and I sweat too much. <laughs> like, like I was drenched and it was disgusting. And I wasn't like, I thought I was going to have a calming, relaxing experience, but I didn't, I wasn't aware of the fact that it's a full body workout right. just as much because I come from a background of doing track and field and volleyball. Mm-hmm. So these are like high intensity sports sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when I thought of yoga, I was like, oh, like that isn't going to, it's not going to be enough physical activity for my brain. Yeah. And it's the, that's the funniest joke of it all because I do yoga now all the time. Like, and I don't do it like with a YouTube video as I should, because when you have a YouTube video, you're actually following a guide, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So I like that you said that you, you use, and you know, you call yourself a yogi. That's beautiful. That means that you've really fallen into this lifestyle. Yeah, no, you know? for- for sure. I would say, uh, you know, it's, it's hard at first to, to find like a teacher that you like, I would say, especially on YouTube and stuff. There's, there's not a huge variety. There are some people that do, you know, beginner, intermediate, whatever, but you have to kind of find one person and, or one or two people, whatever, and, and see what you like about them and see where their practices go, do some of their challenges, you know, see how they talk to you, especially like sometimes I just didn't like the way some yoga teachers spoke to me, you know, not absolutely. It was just like, I didn't, I didn't feel connected to them. And I don't mean to go like super deep into it, but I just mean, sometimes you just feel connected to your teacher and your teacher makes you want to learn more. So it's really, yeah. I think having a good mentor, especially when it comes to like your physical activity is so important because they're training your body, whether it's via internet or face-to-face or however you are getting trained in that moment. Right. 
it, like it doesn't have to be someone you even know. And I think that's the amazing thing about YouTube. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's become such a cool place where like I do squats sometimes and I'm like, my form, why is my back hurting? It's the form, you know, <laughs> I'm not looking at anything and it's good to work out in front of a mirror. Like I find that, you know, all these yoga studios have mirrors all around. Right. It's like a dance studio. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I think the cool, that's right. It is, it is. You're dancing with your own self. Really. You are your own dance partner sometimes. And like I was researching yoga and you know, there's a lot of poses for two and it seems like a romantic thing as well that you can do you know where because it's just spiritual practice mm. you know and I was thinking of like my own experiences with exercise and I was thinking of like a runner's high and yeah. I, I got a runner's high in a way because I did track and field so I got that when I did hot yoga Right. So have you ever had experiences like that where you kind of feel that euphoria? Because I feel like yoga and euphoria go hand in hand. 100%. Yoga is actually what began my spiritual journey in general. Without yoga, I probably would have been like a, you know, just your average Joe. <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> I mean, you know, when I started yoga, it was definitely one of those things where my eyes were really opened because you start to see yourself as not yourself like you separate yourself from your ego and you're just part of the universe now and I like I said I don't want to get I totally get that yeah no, I, don't I know I totally get that like a hundred percent because like when you remove your ego you're kind of removing the image that you have of yourself and your body and anything that comes with it and you are just going in deep dive with yourself with your soul with just what you have before you the flesh and you work with what you have mm -hmm. and that's what scares me about yoga because you don't have weights and other things but at the same time like it's just you I, it's just you and that's the biggest problem sometimes you have to address that you know the yeah. elephant in the room can be you sometimes and I don't mean it in a bad way I mean it in the literal term that like you have to address yourself sometimes and mm -hmm. the pain the physical pains mm -hmm. that you feel you know and I stretch every morning I make sure to stretch every morning mm -hmm. and I find that it's so relieving you know like all the the pains like you're pushing your own boundaries and your own body to feel pain and endure pain Right. like now for a better later. I think that's what's so beautiful about yoga is that people look at it. They're like, you know, like I said earlier on, like just the yoga mats, where are you going? You know, it's like, oh no, I came from there. You know what I mean? It's like, I have already arrived like at my destination when I'm at my yoga mat. Yes, for sure. For sure. And like being on your yoga mat is a whole, you don't necessarily need to follow anything. It's more just, you know, it's for you and it's, it's an experience for you. And it's, it's a very, very slow paced practice. That doesn't mean that it's easy, but it means that you have to really, really be patient if you want to do yoga. And, you know, today I was doing yoga and there was literally a point where I was holding a warrior two for what felt like 20 minutes, but obviously yeah. like 30 seconds. And in my That's head, amazing. I was just thinking like, just learning to, to, keep up with your own breath and to listen to your own breath like that is such a crazy aspect in meditation and in yoga that I, I don't know if in my opinion I think that it prepares you this is really dark but it kind of prepares you for death in a way it kind of I know what that means yeah I get that I totally get that. This isn't my my argument, by the way. I've probably seen this online somewhere. I don't remember where, but I just remember seeing that like meditation is literally preparation for death in a way because, and I don't mean that in like a crazy, scary way, obviously. I no, just, I get that. 
you know, you're learning to kind of be there with yourself. You're learning that nothing else really matters. You, one of the teachers that I watch, um, Yoga with Adrian. she's like the most famous on, on YouTube. You probably have heard of her, but yeah, I've actually, I, when I was researching, I did see a couple of her videos. Yeah. The best. Yeah. I would re- definitely recommend her to beginners. Um, but if you're more intermediate, I would, I would probably recommend somebody like Yoga with Tim or, you know, there's a lot of other people on YouTube, but uh, anyways, so Adrian was saying um, in one of the, in one of her practices, she was like, if you have a to-do list, if you have a lot of things on your mind, literally just sit here with yourself and imagine all of these things, all of these thoughts as clouds in the sky. Like they're right. there, you can see them, but just let them go, let them move fast and you know, let them be there, but don't let them be inside of you and be a part of you. Right. Exactly. It's, it's this form of meditation yoga mm-hmm. is what it is because when you're there alone and I think of like thinking back to pre 2020 to the one class that I went to, <laughs> like, there was like a class full of people and I was like, this is uncomfortable. I'd rather do this alone. I like working out alone. I agree. A hundred percent. I hate working out with people. I'm sorry. Like if you're somebody who likes working out with somebody, I will never say yes to a group workout. I just hate it. Like I can't do it. I'm like, we all have different paces. Why are you watching me? Watch yourself. Follow your own form. Like if I, if I do anything, I buddy up and it's only with a buddy that can put on their headphones and spot me or just like do their own thing because um, working out is hard and it's awkward yeah. and it's stinky. And I'm just like, I don't want to do this with other people. This is like a real like me time, you know? And yoga is so beautiful for that because you really have to carve out time in your day. And when you miss time, do you feel guilty about that? Do you feel like, do you get addicted to it in a way? Like not necessarily addiction, but you know, it becomes a part of a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's funny that you say that actually, because I, there have been times where I literally have felt like I'm addicted. Like I just, after every like minor inconvenience, I'd just be like, you know, I want to go do yoga. I want to go do yoga. And that's not necessarily a bad coping mechanism. No, it's say. not. It's, I also think that I, I used to feel really guilty if I would miss a practice or whatever, one or two days in a row. Uh, but now I don't, I really don't because I try to find another thing in that day. And this was, um, I'm part of a, like the yoga subreddit and I was going nice. subreddit and like, there was a post by this girl and she was talking about the same thing. She was saying how, you know, sometimes I would regret it if I didn't practice during that day or whatever. I just felt lazy or whatever. And these are her words, not mine. She was like, yeah, the, today I, I didn't do a yoga practice. I didn't do anything. And at the end of the day, I went and I went and took a bath. And when I was in the bath, I just sat there with my th- myself and I realized this is my yoga. Like this is my meditation, my yoga, my practice, whatever. I'm creating space for myself. I'm taking time for myself. And that doesn't necessarily have to be a yoga practice. Yoga could be you literally just sitting there for five minutes focusing on your breath and looking up at the sky. Literally. Absolutely. Like, I think that that's like more of a mindfulness trick, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think that that comes with yoga so much because you have to be mindful of your body. So when you do yoga for a while, you really have to be mindful of your own pain and your own tolerance mm-hmm. as well, yeah. because you feel everything. <laughs> it yeah. hurts. And we're, we're not that old, you know, like in perspective to the lifespan of a human, we're not that old, but like, sometimes I, I really do feel my joints. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. You, you have to make sure that you're, you're not pushing or cranking yourself or doing anything that, that you are uncomfortable with or whatever, because 
even for me as somebody who's, I wouldn't know, I don't know if I'm advanced, but definitely I'm an, I'm an intermediate for sure. And there's been times literally last week, I hurt my tailbone while I was doing yoga. So there's always, and that was because I wasn't being patient. So there's always times where you, you can hurt yourself, but you learn from your mistakes. You don't do it again. You're patient with yourself next time. And you make sure that you don't crank, you don't push yourself. You don't like go too far, you know, because especially when you're practicing by yourself and especially with yoga, like it's not a competition. This is not gymnastics. I'm not here trying to impress like Olympic medal judges. I'm here for myself. I'm here. Exactly. It's not, I'm not here to prove anything to anybody. Definitely. Like that's, I think my favorite position actually from yoga is child's pose. It's the easiest one, but it releases all this tension in my back and shoulders and it literally just stretches out my spine and my soul. And I feel like it just is, it's so relieving. And Naz, can you explain for us what child's pose is since you're a lot better at this than I am? I mean, you know, in terms of technical aspects, I, I, I don't really know the logistics behind everything about it, but you know, it's, it's basically when your knees are bent, you're kind of sitting on your knees and your head is going towards the ground and you're resting on your forehead. And, you know, I think it's a really, a really calming pose because, you know, that's apparently that's what we were like when we were in the womb. So it kind of takes us back to that, that nature of what we're supposed to be and what we were and whatever. So you feel really grounded. You feel really at peace. Um, and it's just an overall really great pose for, for stress, for anxiety, for literally everything. Yeah. It's like the first one, when I start out my stretches, it's the first thing I do. I'll just go for child's pose. That's my first stretch of the day, you know, and it's, um, yogis say like, you know, if, if you're in a practice and you're having difficulty or there's a pose that you don't want to really hold or do, or, you know, you're just feeling uncomfortable. You can always take a child's pose. You can always, always, whatever you're doing, you can just drop it, take a child's pose, chill for a second and then go back. Yeah, definitely. Like it really helps with my anxiety when I end up on the yoga mat. Anytime that I do, no matter what I'm doing, I just feel like I can feel a lot all at once and I can let it go all at once at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that it's, it's a very powerful tool using your own body. So what's your favorite part of exercising out of everything though? Like when it comes down to the yoga or if it's just exercising indoors these days, like what's motivating you and keeping you motivated to exercise and what's your favorite? type of exercise to do? I think the thing that's keeping me motivated to exercise is definitely just the feeling that I get after I'm done. Like I, every time I don't want to work out, I just think, you know, think about all the times that you've worked out and you feel so great afterwards and you just want to get yeah. started day you I'm, a, I'm like a morning workout person. So I like to just me too. immediately do my yoga, do my whatever, my booty workout, my leg workout, whatever it is that I want to do for the day. And, you know, like you said, you kind of get that high from it. And absolutely, you know, just take a shower right after, get right into my work. So it's, it's really motivating for me in that sense. Um, and in terms of my favorite thing, I think it just really varies by day, day by day. So there, there will be days where I want to do like a super calm, gentle, quick yoga. I don't even want to get into like the downward dog, nothing like that. I'm just sitting there basically just meditating, but it's yoga. (laughs) Um, And then there'll be some days where I want to do an intense cardio dance party workout. So it it really depends. It really varies. Yeah. I do meditation every single day. Um, It's such a powerful tool because you're just using your own body to sit there and think about everything and nothing all at once or whatever is allowed in. 
mm-hmm. you know, and whatever you allow in and whatever you allow to leave. Mm-hmm. I think these are such powerful things that we can do on a daily basis, you know, being in our homes right now, a lot of us are kind of stuck in this routine or lack thereof. Right. And I think it's a very powerful tool to be able to kind of sit there, whether you have a mat, carpet, hardwood floor, you can stretch out, mm-hmm. you know? So do you have any tips or recommendations for anybody starting out doing yoga? Um, I think I would definitely, you know, just going back to what I said before, it's not a competition. Like <laughs> if there's anything you need to know, just start somewhere. Don't, don't like yeah. go straight into an advanced video and be mad that you can't do a crow pose. You know, like it's not, it's not something that should just come to you like that. Like I said, it requires a lot of patience. So if you're getting into something like yoga, I would say 100% it's going to change your life, but 100% you have to be committed to it. Just like everything else in life. You can't half-ass it. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed. No, to. yeah, yeah, you, you're good. <laughs> don't even worry, you're good. <laughs> I think I think it's definitely better off to start with maybe just start with a really short video. Start with start with like a ten minute video. I wouldn't go into like a whole forty five minute or an hour long practice if you don't feel like you can do that or you don't feel like you want to do that because what's going to happen is you're probably going to end up resenting working out or you're going to like dread going onto your mat and that shouldn't ever be the case. So start slow go at your own pace. Do not make it a competition. It's not gym class. It's not like people are not watching you, especially if you're alone, just do your own thing. And you know, that's all. Yeah. I think that there's so much goodness in what you've said, because, you know, I think that when you do sports, Mm -hmm. it's so easy to look at it and be competitive and be like, well, this person has this physique and I'm looking at them working out and I want to be at this physique at this point of time in my life. And here we go. There's a goal I've set. Right. Well, first of all, that's not your body. Those are not your genetic <laughs> forms of your, you know, that's not your genes. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of competition that goes on with sports, you know? Um, and it's really unfortunate, but at the same time, being able to kind of sit there and, have your own thoughts mm-hmm. and just really focus in on what you want with yourself in that day. Right. It's so important. Mm-hmm. I think it can, especially you said you did it in the morning and same with me. Whenever I work out or do anything, I like to do it in the morning. If there's sun, if I'm lucky enough to catch the sun, you know, exactly. you know, then I, I will try my best to catch it. And I try to catch it every day that I can. And, you know, there's this thing called circadian rhythm. Right. So, you know, so I'm learning about that a little, I've learned about it in the past, but I didn't pay attention well enough, to be honest. Like (laughs) nowadays I have to like research all over again and you know, it's because I need it. And that rhythm is just waking up with the sun or your own normal pattern. And when you have a routine with working out, you get it. You get into that after a couple days, even like, I think they say it takes about two weeks or about 21 days or something, something like that to really properly get into something. But for me, at least, like if I just force myself to do something a couple days in a row or like a week in a row, that's it. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta show up. Exactly. You just have to show up and show up for yourself. And I think that's the most important part. There's a lot of courage that it takes to muster up to do these kind of things though, you know, Mm -hmm. there, there are off days that people have and it's okay to have off days. It's okay to return, you know, like, I think that's a big problem that a lot of people face is that, well, you know, I've put it down. I'm, how do I pick this up again? You know, it was a flow that I had. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Do you, how do you deal with that if you ever come across moments like that in time where you kind of like break your flow in a way, whether it's life or just your own reasons, whatever it is, you know, there's a lot going on. So do you ever have that? And Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, haven't we all, right? I mean, <laughs> there's definitely been times, especially as a student doing exams, doing whatever, where I haven't wanted, I don't want to do yoga sometimes. I'm like, I don't have time. I have to study. I have to, I have exams. I have this, I have that, or I'll be at work or whatever. Um, and I think the best thing you can do is just not get mad at yourself. Like, don't be too hard on yourself because it happens. There's days, weeks, even months where it's, it's like an off day. It's an off week. It's an off month, whatever. Um, so it happens for sure. It really does. And it happens to all of us, especially now during quarantine, during, you know, a pandemic. So I think the best thing you can do in terms of, you know, in health in general. So when it comes to dieting, when it comes to working out, when it comes to whatever, the best thing you can do is just don't get mad at yourself. Because when you get mad at yourself, that's when everything just shuts down and it gets so much worse because you're like, I hate myself. Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I stick to my schedule? Why didn't I stick to my diet, my workout, my whatever? And that's when you just start, like I said, resenting it. And you shouldn't resent anything that you do. You should, you know, something like yoga, you should be able to enjoy it or something like your diet. You should be able to enjoy the foods that you're eating. Right. So definitely restriction is definitely not a good thing. And beating yourself up or comparing yourself to others, as you said, is the worst thing that you can do. So for me personally, what I try to do, if I take a week off, if I take two weeks off, I don't beat myself up over it. I say, I'm a human. I took a week off. I had a lot of stuff to do. I was really overwhelmed. I'm allowed to feel that way. That's allowed to happen. You know? Exactly. I think that's the biggest thing in any sort of exercising in sports, anything like that, because I'm not sure if yoga is considered a sport. I don't think it is because you're not competing. No. You know, like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a noob when it comes to yoga. I don't know much about it, but I've been told my whole life to do it because I have a lot of energy and it's always pent up and yoga, whenever I have touched the mat and done any poses that I've looked up, Mm-hmm. you know, and I'll, I'll follow pictures because when I follow videos, I'm like, I can't bend that way, <laughs> No, for sure. but I have hyper flexibility. So apparently I'm like supposed to be good at yoga off the bat, but I'm like, no, it doesn't work like that. You have to train yourself into it and you really have to ease yourself into it. You really got to ease into it. You cannot just go into some of those poses or you will end up hurting yourself. It's like trying to do the splits when you're learning how to walk, like good, tr- like good luck. Nice try. <laughs> a perfect perfect description of how it is you cannot do the splits before you have learned to walk (laughs) no really though it's so much work like your yoga is so it's something that's so intimate to myself whenever I do it you know I have to be alone and I have to really feel that I'm feeling myself kind of you have to close your eyes and feel your breath and feel your body and Mm. be really in tune with yourself so I find that a lot of people that do yoga, they leave the room, they leave the area just feeling a lot calmer and they look calmer. They are calmer. Like you might need a shower, but you're calmer. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I, and I would definitely recommend for people who it it really depends with yoga, because I think if you want to get more into your spiritual side and you want to really connect with yourself, I think you should definitely try doing yoga alone. However, that's not as easy as it sounds. And I know that for some people, it might be harder than easier said than done. 
Um, so I think if, if that's the case and you're finding that you don't have a lot of motivation and that you don't really want to work out or you don't want to do anything like that, then maybe, yeah, buddy up, find a friend, find somebody you can do a Zoom yoga workout with, even just like a quick one because exactly um, some yoga is better than no yoga, right? And, and ideally, you would want to do it by yourself to, to really be able to connect with yourself. But people do yoga classes every day. So if you can be in a group of people and do that, then, you know. Good. I think that's why YouTube, like how you suggested the previous YouTubers, I think that's a really good link to have in your yeah. back pocket because – I think having a teacher is so important. Mm-hmm. So important. I wouldn't. I would not be a yogi if it weren't for some of the YouTube teachers that I've had. I like. I said I haven't really had a teacher in real life because I didn't like a lot of them. I didn't really feel like I connected to many of them. But after doing yoga online, it, a lot of people may think that it's less personal, but to me, it always felt more personal, and I always felt really connected to these these teachers online and you know, that's what got me into it. So I, I think you shouldn't really take that out of your mind that, oh, you know, because I'm in quarantine or because it's it's a pandemic, I won't really be able to to do yoga as much as I want to or connect as much as I want to because I've connected and, you know, there's these teachers that connect with billions of people every day or millions. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's a really good point because, you know, I just, I don't know, the internet is so awesome for studying up things that you don't know and when it comes to yoga I think that it's really cool because I didn't realize that there were so many like I've looked it up throughout my lifespan many times because I've been told to do it and when you're told to do something you typically don't like to do it (laughs) so it goes you know so for me I think it's like one of those things that I had to fall into myself Mm -hmm. so you know I don't know. I, it's it's such a beautiful topic. I'm really happy that you picked this topic. Like, oh, I'm really there... passionate about it. So I, I don't know if I seem passionate about it or not, but I, I swear I am. I... No, I can tell you're passionate about it. Like, tell me more about, like, I don't know, like, mat life. Like, I don't know how else to say it because it's like, it's like, it's not gymnastics, you know, like you said. <laughs> if you want to hear my own personal experience about it, it's that... Uh, I think about two years ago, I was injured while I was skiing and I tore my ACL and I was really badly injured. Like I couldn't walk. I mean, I could walk, but I couldn't walk properly for months. And my knee injury really, really held me back and I couldn't do a lot of like intense exercise. And that's, I, that was two summers ago when I started doing yoga um, every day. And that was honestly, and I'm not just saying this as like a, as like an ad or anything, but I <laughs> like yoga has been the only thing to help me deal with my knee injury because for me it was like when I was in physical pain I was in mental pain I felt like I couldn't do anything I felt useless to be completely honest with you and when I got into the the yoga I you know I learned that there's thousands of people or millions of people around the world who are feeling the exact same way I am who are feeling just as weak as I feel in that moment and you know weak is a bad word I probably shouldn't use that or sensitive I could say that word (laughs) I, I was feeling really sensitive, um, especially about my knees, about everything. I felt really as if, you know, my, my workout life is over. I can't really do anything. Well, when you have an injury, you start feeling frail, right? And that's not a right word to use. You're not frail. You yeah. have, you've become injured. Yeah. yeah. It's just a feeling that you get because I've had serious tailbone issues in the past and you, you're debilitated. It really affects your day to day. 
helps for sure. For sure. And uh, my dad is a physiotherapist actually. So he would, he would always help me, you know, with exercises and stuff. And I don't mean to, to bash on that whole community, but for me, at least nothing helped me more than yoga did because I think when it came to yoga, I really wanted to be there. And it wasn't about healing my injury. It wasn't about working out and getting my sweat on and getting my glutes to be popping or whatever. It was more just about me being there, trying to be patient with myself, trying to relieve any discomfort I had, whether it was mentally, whether it was physically. And it worked because I wasn't thinking too much about it. And that's, that was my personal experience. And that's why I like to call myself a yogi now, because I, I truly believe that if there is an issue, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, it's something that I can resolve, whether it's through yoga or it's through what I've learned from yoga. I don't yeah. know. No, that makes so much sense because I don't want to say it's mind tricks that come with yoga, but there's mind tricks that come with exercise in general you know you learn how to overcome your own thoughts your own levels that you've set up for yourself you're like I can't push beyond this but you can Mm -hmm. you know have you had experiences like that where you've had to push beyond I mean tearing an ACL that's really painful Uh, yeah yeah it's definitely an injury that resurfaces every every now and then and there definitely have been times where it's, you know, if I hit my knee on the side of a table or something, something, sometimes it'll kind of spark back up and I'll go through that pain again. And I think like, oh my God, now I can't do yoga for days. Now I can't like, what am I supposed to do? I feel kind of useless. And there's definitely been those humps along the road or bumps in the road or whatever you want to call them Yeah, (laughs) where, you know, I've definitely felt like I can't do this anymore. I can't push myself. I can't do this. And then literally I, like I said, as soon as I jump back on the mat, that motivation just comes back because it's almost like my body is telling me like, thank you for creating space for me. Thank you for taking time to take care of me. I'm now going to take care of you. That's so beautiful. I love that because if you do take the time to take care of yourself, then you are really going to take care of your future and your past as well. You're going to be able to heal from it. I think if you really sit down and you are willing to put in the work to think about it all, you know, there's, whether it's past, present, future, any of those levels that you're on right now, and you're suffering in any sort of way, there are many means of exercising your mind and your body. And that's what it comes down to is that yoga isn't just an exercise of the body. Not at all. (laughs) It's, it's so not. No, not at all. It's, it is an exercise. I'm not going to like lie it's definitely hard it's both it's mind and body right like but it's mind before body and that's what I like about it is that it's a lot of workouts I don't know if you see like trainers and stuff they just want to push you they just, which is not which is fine um sometimes you need a little push but I think a lot of the times especially with online workouts and stuff it'll be somebody doing something that is just so like somebody who's a beginner could never do something like that you know like it's like someone doing like 250 pounds lifting it and I have no problem with lifting I've tried it myself but the only problem I had is that my knees are not strong enough (laughs) not just jump right into something like that I I would never I mean I was lifting very small amounts because Mm -hmm. I had to build the arm muscle strength like I'm so noob when it comes to exercise in the gym I don't like it I prefer just a home workout and just like really getting on my mat and doing whatever I can with my own body weight because I feel like that is the most strain on my body is the weight itself and it's there's you can add additional weights. I mean, I've seen people do yoga with weights as well. And 
there's so many different ways that people are adding to yoga and yoga practices, like using poses with tools and balls. And like, there's different things that you can use. It's like, it's so multidimensional. I think that it's, it's so, it's such a cool place to be at because I've wanted, my mom and I have wanted to do yoga for the longest time together, but it was always like a scheduling conflict. So, you know, finding a yoga buddy, I think could be very impactful for a lot of people, whether it's zoom or, you know, your plus one that you're seeing every now and then. But at the same time, I think that exactly like you said, Naz, you know, doing it alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's when you're really going to learn the most about yourself and about what you want from your practice. And you really got to realize why you're doing it. It's not, it shouldn't be so simple as I want to lose weight or I want to you know, exercise, because if that's really, if if that's the case, then, you know, everybody's going to say, I want to lose weight. I want to exercise, but it's actually showing up and doing and being patient with it and focusing on your breath and not making it a competition. I think that was really easy for me because I was never in competitive sports when I was younger, but yeah, when you are, oh my God, it, it messes with you sometimes, but I was never in, yeah, I was never in competitive sports. So that, I think that was a lot easier for me, um, just in terms of like working out at the gym or doing yoga, because I never really felt like I had to compete with anybody, but I could definitely see why it would be hard if you were in something like volleyball or soccer or, or whatever. And and yoga is definitely not one of those kind of practices. So you really have to be patient. Yeah. It's all about like, like feeling your body and posture and following your breath being mindful. These are all practices that you can remove from the mat and take into your day-to-day practices. You know, whether meditating when you're walking, I mean, keep your eyes open, please. But when you're like, when you're meditating, you can meditate and you can go to places visually, you know, without actually leaving your physical space. I think that's beautiful. It There's a lot to be said about imagination and your own body, what it's capable of. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's, that's really what it's about. You really have to just, like I said, put yourself outside of who your ego is and just be yourself in, be one with the world, be one with the universe, focus on what's around you, take joy and be grateful for it. And don't think too much about the things like your to-do list or, or what you have to do next week or your boss who's hounding you for these emails or whatever it is, you know, yoga is, it should be a time for you to just take the time for yourself. Don't focus on anything but yourself. Exactly. I think it's not really a form of escapism, but it's a form of just escaping the stresses of every day. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's what's so beautiful as well. Not, not just putting them off to the side and saying like, ah, whatever, I'm just going to ignore it. It's more just saying, you know, I'm dealing with it. I see this, this problem or this, whatever, this stress that I have in my life and I'm, I'm choosing to deal with it, but not be, not take it personal. Yeah. Yoga is very emotional. I mean, I just, like I said, I only did the one hot yoga class, but it, it was emotional for me. Like, definitely, definitely. Especially if you're an emotional person like me. Uh, oh, me too, sis. You know it. <laughs> I definitely have cried at the end of practices sometimes. And it's not out of like sadness. Yeah. It's really out of joy because I'm like, it, I just, it's like a euphoric feeling. I feel content that like, wow, I actually took this time for myself and my body just feels so happy that it doesn't know how else to express it. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I was researching a little bit of it today and I was looking at some poses that people do for 25 minutes and I was like, Wow. Really? I've never what, heard 
<laughs> yeah. So there's different types of yoga. So there's like, there's a Western style of yoga and then there's like Indian style of yoga as well. And I, I'm, I'm so noob with this, so I don't know a lot about it. Cannot comment, <laughs> but no, but from what I've researched about it, there's just so many different styles of it. And really the core of all of these teachings are pay attention to your breath, pay attention to your mind and don't ignore these two things. And then let's focus on the body. Mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's a really good thing that you've implemented into your daily regimen because that is going to keep you feeling good. You know, mm-hmm. even on off days, you're going to have something to go back to, you know? Exactly. And it's just like the one, maybe not the one, but one of the consistent things in your life to have and it's a nice thing to have yeah and yoga mats are fairly cheap you could buy them online they're like ten dollars fifteen do you know any do you recommend anything or um listen i i got a lululemon mat which are not the most affordable but they are generally like there are some that you can find for like 50 60 bucks well you get a preference once you once you're into something for a while right like you know what you're doing and you know what you like so as a no judgment here with that no, yeah. As a beginner, I would I would definitely say, you know, you can go over to Winners, Walmart, anything and get like a mat for 10, 20 bucks. Honestly, cheap, cheaper than that. You can thrift mats. Um, a lot of people thrift them. But yeah. for personally, as as you advance more and more, I think it's better to find something that you can adapt to. Um, and those cheaper mats aren't always going to be the most supportive and the best in terms of like grip, in terms of whatever. So I think you should definitely find something that that is, you know, a little bit more accommodating to you. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much, Naz. I love your smile. I wish everyone could see it, but you know, I'm sure they can feel it through your voice because you're such a lovely person and you radiate this positivity all the time. Oh my gosh. Likewise. <laughs> Literally like I was, I was pretty anxious about this, but you made me very comfortable. So um, I think we all get anxious when we have to sit down and talk. I think it's just this weird anxiety. Like if you just pick up the phone, it's like, hey, <laughs> the moment you do a podcast, it's like, oh no, it's like a meeting. And it's like, no, it's, it's the same thing, you know? They're just like you, you make everybody comfortable. So thank you so much. I love you so much, Naz. And like, thank you for your time. Thank Always. you. Yeah, I was so happy to be on here. I know, like, this is one of the greatest things about this podcast is that it gives everybody kind of a chance to say their piece, and I want people to be able to say what they want. So is there any final words that you have for our audience today? Mm, I think final words I would say is if you want to take up yoga or if you want to take up exercise, I don't think you should um, try to fit yourself in a box or anything like that. I think a lot of guys, especially a lot of males, um, or men or, or whatever, um, don't like to associate themselves with being a yogi because it, it, it seems as more of like a feminine kind of activity or a feminine sport or whatever. And for that, and a lot of women feel this way too, you know, they might think, you know, I don't want to do yoga. That's not going to make, give me a big butt. That's not going <laughs> to give me yeah. Ever. And I think you should, you should definitely put that aside because I think yoga can help every single person and it can help you grow your butt. It can help you, you know, be more aware mentally. It can be, you can take care of your body with it. You can do whatever. So you can build a community. There's communities all over Instagram, Reddit, Twitter, 
um, YouTube, everything. So I think it's a really, really great thing for if you're in a, in a dark place, maybe right now, or even if not, even if you're just kind of bored, you want to start something new. I think it's definitely, definitely something great. And you really shouldn't be discouraged or you shouldn't, um, you know, think about it in, in any other way other than do I want to do it? And if the answer is yes, then yes, you should strive. I love that. Thank you so much. Ah, I'm so excited to post this one because I've wanted to do a topic on yoga for a while, but mm-hmm. I've never known what to say about it. Seriously, thank you for coming today and I'll let you go now. <laughs> thank you so much for having me and I hope everybody enjoys listening to this as much as we enjoyed having this conversation. Yeah, seriously, because this was a lot of fun and it takes a lot to talk about endurance with strangers so thank you seriously Naz because you you know this is yeah thank you like I said you made me comfortable so the thanks is to you (laughs) thank you girl okay we're going back and forth it's very Canadian right now (laughs) thank you no 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 sorry sorry thank you (laughs) (laughs) love you okay I'll see you later and hopefully we get to FaceTime soon good luck with everything thank you so much okay we'll talk soon okay Love you. Okay, love you. Bye. If you made it this far, thank you. We hope that you enjoyed listening into our conversation about yoga and the impact it has had on our lives. You can always make time for the things that you love and enjoy. If you are currently feeling inactive like many of us are, just know that there is always time to make room for your body and for your mind. Love thyself and take care of yourself. I always say you are the carrier of your mind and soul, so treat them well. I hope that you are treating yourself well these days because you deserve it. Once again, thank you for tuning in. I'm planning on doing bi-weekly episodes every other Friday so that you have enough time to think about the topics and discussions and so I have enough time to provide the best quality I can during these times. I'm always learning, so I truly hope that you enjoy going on this journey with me. If you'd like to keep up with our podcast episodes and see some of my digital art, give us a follow on Instagram at yours to discover podcast. For now, you can find yours to discover podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Stay safe, stay cozy, and stay as active as you can. Until next time, lovelies. Love always, Aisha.